Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. Well, in life, there are doors. There are open doors. There are closed doors. And doors are a way that we get things into our life or keep things locked out of our lives. And so I, I want to talk about this because it's, it's true in the natural and it's true in the spiritual realm too. And so there's some doors or gateways that need to be slammed shut in your life. And there's other gateways that need to remain as wide open as possible. This month, I want to talk to you about one of those gates. It's called the gate of gratitude. The gate of gratitude. Somebody say that with me today. The gate of gratitude. So we're going to talk about this and why it's important. If you will, go with me to Psalm 100, verse 4. And and it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. David is saying we enter his gates with thanksgiving. There is a principle that David really locked into. And for those that don't know, David was a king. David was a powerful warrior. David was a worshiper. Some don't know David was also a prophet. Um, Looking back, many people after his lifetime referred to him as a prophet because of the prophetic insights that God would give him while he worshiped. And so one of these things is what he's talking about with thanksgiving and understanding gratitude to a deeper place. There is a gate of gratitude, a door of gratitude. And when we open that door, we begin to experience God's presence like never before. One of the things that I believe was so profound about David's life was this principle of gratitude. You're going to see it as we talk about it more. But because of this um, principle of gratitude in his life, he experienced deeper and deeper levels with God. But without the gate of gratitude, we never experience certain aspects of God. You can have other great, wonderful gates open in your life and experience wonderful uh, times and moments with God. But there are certain things that God only brings through the gate of gratitude. Certain things within God's presence um, until I learn to appreciate And become thankful for what God has done, for what God is doing, for the people that God has sent into my life. I'll never experience the the, the fullness of God's presence. So I want to learn how to be thankful. I want us to learn how to be thankful more. I want this to be our point of prayer and really reflection for this month. And to enter, to to learn to be thankful, to apply this principle of gratitude and to open wide this gate of gratitude. And it's a revelation. There's some revelations that are really game changers for us. It's like so profound that when we really get it, it just really improves uh, the fabric of our life. And I believe this is one of those things. It's like a secret passageway, this gate. But it's not secret because God wants it to be secret. It's secret because the enemy wants it to remain secret from you. And in our culture, oftentimes, instead of being grateful, we end up being entitled. We end up saying, this is owed to me, and that's owed to me, and it takes the focus off of being thankful. And that's exactly what the enemy wants in our life, is to be 
distracted with every other type of thought process and feeling and emotion and lose somewhere in the shuffle thanksgiving. But I want to tell you there is a spiritual principle, there is a spiritual gate of gratitude that God wants that God wants us to understand so that we can open wide that some of the things that God has been waiting to pour into our life, God is going to pour it in through the gate of gratitude. God is waiting for us to open the gate of gratitude so that he can pour into our lives blessings, favor, and the miraculous. After last service, we were praying for somebody and just powerful miracle of healing happened. But it was after, it was in the atmosphere where we were saying, God, teach us how to say thank you. God, I want to learn, I want to grow, I want to practice thanksgiving in my life because it stirs something up in the atmosphere and it opens this gate. The devil wants this gate to stay shut in your life, to keep it hidden. But I want to give you something key. A lot of times we focus so much on the devil and demons and stuff like that, but it's you and me that have the ability to shut or close this gate. The devil can influence you. He can, he can whisper in your ear and give you some thoughts, but he cannot shut the gate of gratitude. That's you or me. We have to make a decision. I'm going to discipline myself to stay thankful. Or I'm going to let the things that have happened in this life, the difficulties in this life, the pain in this life, the disappointment in this life to cause me to start to shut down and become less thankful, to exercise less gratitude. How many are ready for God to pour all kinds of new things into your life? How many are ready for God to really pour new things, great things, the things you've been praying about into your life? Well, it's time to open the gate of gratitude. Sometimes we miss out on some of the greatest blessings that God has for us because the gate is closed. If the gate is not opened, God cannot bring certain blessings into your life. God wants to. He's ready to. Sometimes the blessing is actually sitting on the other side of that gate. He wants to bring literally a caravan of blessing and favor. David said it this way, and David was a man that understood gratitude. He said, your goodness and mercy follows me. All of the days of my life. How could that be possible? Because he had learned how to say thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Some blessings cannot enter your life without gratitude. Gratitude is something that God wants us to develop to a deeper level. The more grateful we become, the wider the gate of gratitude opens. The more the gate of gratitude is open, the more God can manifest in our lives. Grab this. The more we open this gate of gratitude, the more God can manifest in our lives. How is that possible? Because gratitude is a form of worship. When you begin to be grateful, God comes and sits down on that worship. He comes and inhabits that thankfulness. So I am opening the gate and he begins to manifest in my life. But God always sees you. God always loves you, but he doesn't always manifest. Why? Because sometimes we have the gate of gratitude closed. 
we have locked him outside of our lives. We love him. We've given our lives to him. But he's on the other side of the gate wanting to come and give us good gifts. Gratitude is a form of worship. When I'm grateful, I'm praising God. I may not be dancing. Maybe I am dancing. But I'm grateful. I may not be singing, but I'm praising God because gratitude is a form of worship. And gratitude should be our way of life. Look at somebody and say, gratitude should be our way of life. Listen to what Paul said about it in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstances. You're getting there now. Give thanks in all circumstances. Understand he was talking to a people that were oppressed by the Roman Empire. He was not talking to an American culture of people that had privileges and rights. The Jews did not have those type of rights, those type of privileges. They were being persecuted. They were being thrown into uh, the Colosseum. They were, they were being victims of real hate crime. He said... Give thanks in all circumstances. Not, it's not that it's a good idea. He says, for this is the will of God. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So as you're being a believer, this is God's will for you. To give thanks in every circumstance. Even in difficult circumstances. We can understand now through the lens of the culture of that era... He was saying even in difficulty, even when you're faced with tremendous obstacles, even when you're faced with really, really dark moments in your life, find a way to keep that gate of gratitude open. Gratitude is a gate and certain things come in and out of that gate. In Jerusalem... And I'm going to talk about ancient Jerusalem because Jerusalem still has gates. But in ancient Jerusalem, there was the sheep gate, the fish gate, the valley gate, the dung gate. Each gate had its own purpose. And certain things were assigned to go through that gate. The sheep gate was the gate assigned to bring the sheep into the temple for the sacrifice. Fish gate were for fishermen to bring the fish into the city. The dung gate, you can use your imagination. Every gate had a purpose. The gate of gratitude has a purpose in your life. We can see how things in the natural work to understand how things work in the spiritual. There is a gate of gratitude, and when we are grateful, we open it. And when I say thank you, I'm inviting God to do it again. When I say thank you, I'm saying, God, do it again. When we're grateful, we open this gate and we show gratitude. When we don't show gratitude, we close the gate. We, sh we shut down. There are certain things that only pass through this gate. Certain blessings that only come through this gate. You can have lots of spiritual principles at work that are blessing you and God's able to bring things through those gates, right? There's a lot of principles. But there's certain things that you only get by being grateful. And having this gate of gratitude active in your life. 
Some blessings only come through the gate of gratitude. So we have to learn to open that gate. Learn how to be grateful. How to stay grateful. Great Gratitude is saying, God, do it again. When I'm saying thank you, I'm inviting him to do it again. Actually, testimony is a form of gratitude. So when I testify, I'm saying, thank God for what he did. And I'm inviting him to do the same in my life, in other people's life. I'm saying, God, do it again. That time you healed my daughter, God, do it again for somebody else. God, do it again. If something comes up, a sickness comes back into my family, God, do it again. Bring healing back in. God, when you healed my wife, God, do it again. God, I'm saying thank you. I'm inviting you to do it again. Some of you need to get a hold of that because God has done a good thing in your life. And you need to learn how to open the door of gratitude and invite more of the same into your family, into your life. God, move in my family again. God, move in my relationships again. God, move in my finances again. God, move in my career again. God, move again. I'm saying God, move again when I say thank you. It's like a child, right? When a child shows that they're appreciative to their parents, what does the parent do naturally? They say, well, what can I do for this child for their birthday? Let me start thinking already about what I'm going to get them for Christmas. If they're thankful now, it makes me look for a special occasion to bless them. Our Heavenly Father. When you open the gate of gratitude, he sees that the gate is open and he says, I'm sending stuff to you right now. Because Jesus said like this, he said, if you natural parents, if you flawed parents know how to give good gifts, how much more does your heavenly father who is perfect know how to give really good gifts? So when I open the gate of gratitude, I'm inviting God to send the caravan of blessings. I hope you get this today. When we open the gate of gratitude, he sees the gate that's open and he responds to it. But you know, this is also a cautionary tale, a tale that applies to all of us. And it says, don't keep the door closed. Don't keep the gate of gratitude locked. Don't keep it shut because your blessing could be on the right on the other side of that gate. Or if I'm just a little bit thankful, guess what? You just get a little blessing. That's all that can fit through that gate. It's not a lot of gratitude in your life. You're practicing gratitude. You love the Lord. You're a little bit grateful. God can give you a little blessing. But if I say, God, I'm so thankful. I start every morning with saying, God, thank you. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for, God, the things that are going on in my life. God, thank you even for the imperfections, God, that you're working me through. God, thank you for the difficulties that you're, you're, you're causing me to stretch and grow. But if you're not grateful, the gate is closed. And the blessings are waiting outside. Don't be that person. Look at somebody and say, don't be that person. Don't be the one that keeps your own blessing locked outside. I want to learn to say thank you to everything that God has done and even everything that God has allowed.
There are some things that God allows and it's we don't understand. Job, there's a story in the Bible, in the book of Job. There's some things that God allowed. God didn't do it, but he allowed it. Sometimes I have to look back at what Job said. He said, I've had the Lord gave and the Lord take away. Uh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed. The Lord gave me some stuff. God took some stuff away, but I'm just going to bless the Lord. I'm still going to be thankful. I'm still keeping that gate open. And it says that the last part of Job's life was so much greater than the first part of his life because he kept the gate open even though things got really, really ugly for a minute there. But he understood how to do that. David also understood this too. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. He, I, like, I, I've already decided, I've predetermined, no matter what comes my way, I'm keeping the gate of gratitude open. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually fill my mouth up. You get around me, you're going to hear how thankful I am. You're going to hear how much I love God and how much I trust God. i got to keep that gratitude gate open. I will bless the Lord. Sometimes we have moments in our lives, guys. Just be honest. Sometimes we go through seasons that it's difficult and we're disappointed. And sometimes we're even upset at God. Come on, somebody tell the truth in church. God, why did you let this happen? God, why don't you step in? And we maybe not even realize it. We, we start to close the gate. Not as thankful as we were before. Not as grateful because I've been disappointed. So the gate is a little bit more closed than it used to be. But to understand the mentality that David had. And David had some super victories. But he also had some betrayals. His son turned the kingdom against him. Had to go on the run. Do you imagine that? After you're established... After God had established you in your life, it ran out of town by your own family, by your own blood. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will find a way to keep that gate of gratitude. Open. I'll find something to be thankful for. I'll find, even if it's the smallest thing, God, thank you for that. God, thank you. No, this is what James said, and I think this is so good. James 1 Two, he said, consider it pure joy. Be thankful. Keep the gratitude gate open. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And let me tell you something. Those first, first century Christians, they, they knew some trials. Consider it pure joy. Keep the gate open, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face many Trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. 
This is why I can keep the gate of gratitude open because I know whatever trials I face and no matter how dark it gets, God's going to use all of that to cause me to be more complete in my faith, not lacking anything. Because why? A righteous person's steps are ordered of the Lord. And I understand that no matter what the devil throws at me, no matter what life throws at me, no matter what people may throw at me, I know that if I keep the gate of gratitude open in my life, God is going to turn it for my favor. The very thing that the enemy meant to crush me is going to cause me to be built up and elevated. Because at the end of the day, I'm saying, God, thank you. I'm changing my perspective from woe is me to thank God it's me. Thank God it's me. Thank God it's me. We talked about Joseph the other day, but I want to tell you this. Joseph said about his brothers, he said this to his brothers. What you meant for evil, God has used to save many. What you meant to crush me and break me and kill me. God turned it around and transformed it into my purpose. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. The power of gratitude is the power to change things in your life for your favor. When you're grateful, God will take what is meant for evil and turn it in your favor. I thank God for what he's done. I thank God for what he's allowed I thank God for difficult seasons. I don't know if you know this, but we grow more in difficult seasons. You grow more. Joseph would have never been able to be the number two man in Egypt, which was the superpower at the time. If he didn't go through the difficult season, if he wasn't in the pit, he would not know how to have the ring. So I thank God when I go through difficulty. I count it pure joy when I go through various trials because I know that God is going to use those trials to cause me to have perseverance and have character and have stronger faith and to be more complete in my faith and to lack nothing. We all want to be blessed. We all want to lack nothing. We all want to be strong in our faith, but none of us want to go through difficulty. You have to learn to say, thank you, God, for the difficult times. Yes, I don't want to be in the difficult time forever. But I can say, God, thank you for the mountaintop. God, thank you for the valley, too. Because I know if I stayed all the time on the mountaintop, I might not ever get stronger. See, when we go through the valley of the shadow of death, when we come out on the other side, we say, man, I'm stronger now. Man, look what God did. Look how God transformed me. Gratitude is the gate that can bring the transformed circumstances into your life. When I continue to say thank you and I continue to keep the gratitude gate open, God sends the transformative power into my life that transforms whatever the enemy has tried to bring me down with. And sends in the transforming power that takes negative circumstances and creatively changes them. How many know that God is the most creative being that exists? God knows how to so creatively do things in your life that you never thought about 
You never thought about the ways that God can transform your darkest moments into your most powerful victories. Somebody needs to hear that today. God, the most creative being in the universe, beyond the universe, can take your darkest, most horrific, traumatic moments and turn them into your greatest victories. When I keep the gate of gratitude open, when I say thank you, God changes things in my life. That is the power of the gate of gratitude remaining open. God wants us, God wants to move things in our life. God wants to move things into our lives. How many are willing to, 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 to take on some new habits, some new spiritual habits? And I want to challenge you, I want to challenge all of us to become a little bit more grateful. This month, that it be our, our prayer, that it be our reflection, that it be our meditation. God, help me to say thank you. Switch my perspective from woe is me to thank God it's me. God, let me trust you enough to say thank you. Will you bow your heads with me? God, I thank you for the incredible gift and spiritual principle of gratitude. God, we want to learn how to say thank you. We want to learn how to bless the Lord at all times. To have a heart full of gratitude. To have a mouth full of gratitude. God, even in a culture that it's easy to be distracted by a bunch of different other feelings and cover up the true, powerful principle of gratitude. God, speak to our hearts. God, and as we pray about this, God, enlarge us. God, sometimes before you enlarge us and enlarge our territory, you have to enlarge our gratitude. So God, help us do that. And his heads are bowed. Maybe you say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. I, um, I've drifted, but I want to reconnect with him. Um, I realize I need him. I need him in my life. If that's you, slip up your hand. I want to pray with you right where you are. Amen. 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 The greatest thing we can do is say yes to Jesus. When we say yes to Jesus, he steps in and helps us, gives us the strength to be successful. If you slipped up your hand, I want you to say this prayer. And everybody, you can say this in agreement. Jesus, thank you for all that you've done in my life. For dying on the cross. For giving me salvation. The free gift of forgiveness. And reconnecting me with the Father. I receive that gift today. Jesus, I'm sorry for the times I sinned, the times I messed up, the times I drifted away. Jesus, forgive me. Give me a fresh start. And give me the strength to follow you. Give me the strength to do it like you. 
In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen. Let's give God the praise today. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.